Welcome to Sykes and the City, the podcast all about understanding and breaking the stigma surrounding modern day mental health. My name's Taylor James and each week I'll be tackling a brand new mental challenge with one of New York's finest psychiatrists, Dr. Jeff Ditzel. So whether you're on the move or working from home, hit that subscribe button and join me for some education, motivation and some light-hearted chat surrounding mental health. Welcome to another episode of Sykes and the City. Today I'm joined by a fellow mental health advocate and the founder of Blue Healing, Matt Polson. Welcome to Sykes and the City. Hello. How are you? All good, my friends. How are you? Not too bad. I'm quite very grateful that you I'm sat having this chat with you because we've connected a few times on Instagram and you know we've got very similar interests when it comes to like music and you know we've got this huge passion for mental health which is obviously what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. I think that's probably a good place to start like where does your passion of mental health come from? Well it kind of started back in 2014. Uh, I was at university at the time and it was in my second year that I started to have these feelings of anxiety. It's because of a number of reasons, like my my best friend had gone, had moved away to London. Uh, I was missing my friends that I had before I went to uni and my grades were, they weren't, they were slightly slipping, but I was still staying on top, but they were just getting to me a lot. And it kind of just, it happened one day at uni, it just got too much. And I thought, I can't do this. I just, I need help for it. Yeah. Was there like a particular event that made you realise, oh, okay, I need to reach out now? Or was it just a case of, you know, you'd notice quite a lot of these things and these feelings that it kind of got to a point where I was like, do you know what? I think there's something going on here. I need to reach out. Yeah, I, it was building up to one day in particular where I was just sat in a lecture at university and yeah. I think one of, one of my tutors and friends was, they were peer pressuring me into something I didn't want to do, which was just be classroom. Oh, wow. And yeah. it's one of those things that because of everything that was going on inside my head at the time, it's just I kind of didn't want to do it. And I just, I'm one of those people who can't say no. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of those awkward silence. <laughs> it was one of those awkward silence kind of moments. There's nothing worse though, back, is there? Got like, back to the car. You... Sorry, carry on. Oh, go on. No, go, go on, go on. I was just saying, there was like, there's, there's nothing worse than kind of when you're kind of quite headstrong and you don't really want to do something. There's someone there saying like, no, do it, do it. And it's just like you actually don't know the impact this is having on me right now. So please, please go away. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I mean, after that happened, I just kind of, I got really emotional about it. And it just got to that point where I thought, I just can't carry on like this. I need to do something about it. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we talk about it quite a lot on the show about, you know, the benefits of opening up and you know especially because that for me was a big turning point when I finally opened up and it like admitted that yeah okay I needed to get that little bit of help did things change after that once you did open up yes I mean when I first I went to my doctor first of all when I first 
decided I wanted help. And yeah. she referred me to a counselling, uh, a counselling uh, slash therapy sessions yeah. that I had. And this carried on for about five, six months. And then it, I sort of finished my sessions towards the end of the summer holidays where I was beginning my final year of uni. I think it's really important. And it's obviously with the practice that, you know, that we that I work for now, there is a real sense of like pushing that how helpful like therapy and counseling actually is. And it doesn't matter like, you know, from whatever walk of life or wherever you are in the world, reaching out and asking for that help. It doesn't necessarily need to be when, you know, the world is falling apart. But even when like you just realizing that like I need I could do with a little bit of help at the minute. And I I assume that it had quite a positive effect on yeah on your life. Yes. I mean after I finished my therapy sessions, I went back to uni to get my final year out of the way. I graduated with a two-one in a BA honours degree in legends tourism. And co- it's weird to think that looking back at my primary school years at the little boy who couldn't hold a pen properly or a knife and fork properly to go on to graduate wow. in a BA honours degree. No one thought, it, to be honest, nobody yeah. thought I'd go, I'd go past the GCSE point. So, yeah. Oh, mate, you should be so proud of yourself. That, that just gave me goosebumps. That's, that's phenomenal. If I mean, if you it's could... not one of those things to talk about, but it's just one of those, it's one of those things that there are people in this world who say, you, they, oh, we won't be able to do this. You won't be able to do that when you're a kid. And the thing is, you absolutely can when you put yes. your mind to it and then just put the hard work in. That, mate, if you could kind of like go back in time and give your younger self a message, what would it be? <gasps> This is something I think of quite a lot. <laughs> to be honest, whenever, whenever achievements like that happen, I just think, yeah, if I could go back in time, the little nine-year-old kids who, who just who, who was out having fun didn't yeah. know what was going on in the world <laughs> and just say, but just worried about like school life and just how he was going to progress. I just would say to him, mate, you're going to be absolutely fine. Trust me. I love that. And it's something that I'm a huge advocate for, especially obviously I know, you know, we're here talking kind of like the mental side of things, but even just that, that confidence and having that ability to look back and be like, yeah, I did that. And there was a really nice analogy that I heard recently and it was about kind of climbing a mountain and it was just that little bit of a reminder, like even though you're climbing, you know, people often focus about, on the destination but it's about like looking back and looking at the view whilst you're on your way and I think stuff like that is so important because I can tell by like literally the smile on your face just like how much it means to you so fair play to you like I love hearing stuff like that Um, I want to talk about like once uni had finished like what what did what did life look like for you then not as good as it had been the previous 12 months just because now that I graduated from uni I was job hunting yeah really which it was I'm which not is hard lie, enough it in was, itself yeah 
I'm not going to lie, it was really tough, really competitive, even though I kept getting shortlisted for roles and just not quite getting them, yeah. if that makes sense. Which, you know, like, I, I don't, I hate stuff like that. Like, I used to, you know, when I was looking for a job and stuff like that, like, and you used to get that little bit of good news, you kind of get your hopes up, you've kind of already spent, like, your first month's wages, and then it's like, oh, it's a no. And it's like, it's so kind of not demoralizing but like it has such an impact on your confidence because then you kind of go down this rabbit hole of like was I not good enough like did I do something wrong like did I do something wrong in the interview and it's you kind of go back to that kind of little I feel like I'm putting words into your mouth I'm not I'm just speaking from like personal experience (laughs) to be honest you've taken the words out of my mouth of anything to be honest (laughs) but it is isn't it and it's just that we and I think as labs, like, it's something that we don't really talk about enough because we we do f- sometimes feel like we're not good enough. Like we're not particularly mad. Exactly. And like we're yeah. not good enough for this. And, you know, it is things like job interviews that can have such a ripple effect on like our mental health. So, yeah, I just had to get that off my chest because it's something that I think about quite a lot. But. I never really get the chance to talk about it, so thank you for allowing me to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. To be honest, I get where you're coming from. It's be- because when I was applying for jobs, there was one company in particular that I kept sending applications for. I must have sent about ten. Like I must have applied <laughs> for about ten jobs. There was something. Please hire but, me. Like, I know, but I got shortlisted three times for yeah. that, which I, I knew I was doing something right. But it's just one of those. It was one of those companies that I really wanted to be a part of, but it's just one of those, am I really not good enough for them? And it, yeah. it, you just that's just starts playing on your mind. Mm-hmm. So when stuff like that happens, what what are your coping mechanisms? Like when you are feeling that little bit of, you know, anxiety or you're not feeling good enough, but what do you do to get out of that headspace? Well, it's funny because since this pandemic has kicked off, basically, one of the things that I've discovered is new passions for coping strategies, such as sound bath meditations, uh, music playlists, et cetera, going for walks, runs. Yeah. Yeah. The good thing, one of the very few good things to have come out of this pandemic is my coping mechanisms (laughs) for it. But that's a good thing though, because you know, you found you've had that luxury of that time to find out what works for you. So then when the world, you know, opens up again and everyone's, you know, we're going to be guaranteed in like six, seven months, we are going to be moaning about the minor inconveniences again. But, you know, we've got these strategies in place now that are are very healthy. You know, there, there, was, a, there was a strong chance and there's probably a lot of people out there who have picked up, and to be fair, I have in a, in a certain degree, picked up some kind of like bad habits. Whereas now... I'm starting to apply all the kind of the positive ones that I've learned throughout the pandemic and structuring my day around them. So I, I love, I love yeah. having these kind of conversations with people. You mentioned. Me too. What was the first one that you mentioned? So was it sound meditation? Yes. Yeah, sound bath meditations. Yeah. So what was basically, that? So talk to me about that. Basically they're, they're like normal meditations, but they have different instruments and sounds playing in the background, yeah. such as gongs, 
crystal bowls and oh. chimes. And they're about 45 minutes to an hour session, but it may seem like a long time, but when you get into that headspace of that, yeah. it's just one of those, wow, it just goes just like that. But it's it's also very important to take that time out. Yeah. So as much as you, like, you think, oh, I mean, yeah, I remember oh, the first hour, but you've got the hour, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially in this pandemic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so with like you mentioned about like obviously the meditations and like the runs and not the runs but that sounded obviously the runs in the UK is probably something very different to what it is in the US. <laughs> I'll probably cut this bit out <laughs> I didn't know me to say that so with the exercise aspect <laughs> of things <laughs> um yes. like what yes. what is it that that you find so kind of therapeutic about like going for a run being in nature and that that's literally all I could say about that yeah. and that just goes for going for walks as well I mean if this pandemic has taught us anything it's that nature's one of the things we've taken so much for granted yeah oh, god this conversation is great I'm loving it <laughs> you're saying everything that I think so. me too me too <laughs> <It's great. laughs> so this great kind ma- of leads great minds me think alike. oh definitely I'm, I'm I'll take that <laughs> definitely so this leads me very nicely onto one of the main topics I wanted to talk to you about and what the reason why kind of we connected like all those, I was supposed to say all those years ago, but it probably was around a year. I can't remember when it was. Months. Yeah. It feels like years ago. I feels like we've been friends for ages. It does. It really does. Yeah. And I don't know. What, that's what, it's obviously think, a good thing, but it's like, yeah. oh yeah, like I've known you my whole life. It's like, you know, you haven't. I've never met you. <laughs> I know, it's like I've only known you for this amount of time. But what I love about it is the fact that there's these connections happening, that people are being open, they're having these open conversations around mental health. Because even some of my really close friends, we don't have these conversations. But for some reason, speaking to a, like a stranger and opening up, and it really, I don't know what it is. It It just really gives you that sense of community in a weird way even though obviously you're from Liverpool I'm in Coventry you know they're they're very different locations but there's still this real kind of sense of community that like you're not on your own like if you are struggling you know reach out have these kind of chats and it's to be honest it's probably saved my mental health throughout lockdown being in a position to have these kind of conversations With that being said, one of the things that I really want to talk to you about is Blue Healing, because this is a phenomenal platform that you have created just by you trying, you know, and working on like your own mental health and like your own coping mechanisms. You've created such an honest platform just by sharing your experiences. I want to flip it back a little bit why did you start that well it it's funny because it came from we i was speaking to a friend this is going back last year to october and he's huge on website design he likes that as a hobby and one of the things he said to me was why don't you create your own website and 
I was hesitant at first because I thought, what can I create a website on? It's like, there's nothing, there's nothing really I could do. And then the light bulb moments kind of happened. And it was like, Love wait that. a minute. Mental health's one of my interests. Yeah. What if what if I what if I create a website that helps people learn about mental health, does promotes uh sessions that have helped me throughout this pandemic? I think it's incredible, mate. Like I honestly, and it's it's so important because you don't realise how many people you're probably helping just by sharing your experiences. And I know I say this a lot, but you sharing your experiences, it kind of becomes other people's survival guides. And I love how it's all in this really nice kind of calm. Now, even the colours, like this whole, you know, the blues in there, it just it just makes you feel calm and at ease and like you're in safe hands. Yeah. Where do you see that going? Like, what is kind of the inspiration behind it? Like, what keeps it going? I think it's just through personal experiences and just, to be honest, COVID. Yeah. That's literally all I could say for the reason <laughs> that it's kept going because everything's been going online now. And yeah. it's just one of those that you just think we need a community to help, to just to help keep our mental health at a good level. And just even just reaching out to people that you wouldn't normally talk to on a day-to-day basis, just promoting sessions yeah yeah it's, it's, it's so powerful mate and i'm i'm here for it like i think what you're doing is incredible so obviously i will post the links everywhere so people can check out like your work um you know with with the show i've got one final question for you and okay. you can be as open and honest with this but what advice would you give to someone who might be you know listening to this and struggling a little bit or you know some of the things that we've spoken about throughout the episodes and and can relate to it what advice would you give to them it's not how you start it's how you finish oh wow and that's just from personal experience just looking back over the last 25 years of my life wow that's really it's so simple but generally like so powerful honestly thank you so much for joining me i'm i'm blown away that i get to have these kind of conversations and just hearing you be so open and honest about how you were feeling especially especially around like the whole university thing because i think especially at the minute with you know everything that's kind of going on and with the pandemic and everything like you said has gone online we're in these kind of really like isolated times so hearing your experiences and you know sharing and you know there, there will be people out there who are in university regardless of what side of the pond that you're on and thinking oh, do you know what i'm not quite feeling this i'm not feeling this so you know as matt said like if you are struggling or if you are you know in a position where you're not quite feeling, you know, that you want to do something, reach out and get that help because there is always someone out there who can guide you in the right direction and who has been in very similar situations to you. And it will genuinely probably change your life. 
just by admitting that little bit of vulnerability and speaking out about how you're feeling. But like Matt said, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Matt, thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Honestly, I'm so grateful for it. You've been listening to Sykes in the City with me, Taylor James. And me, Dr. Jeff Ditzel. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, follow our socials for more exclusive content, and we will see you next week for a brand new episode.